That's on Netflix at the moment. Um, we both absolutely fell in love with it for completely different reasons. Mm. Um, the way she tells a story, the way things are spoken, the emotion in it, the the ups and downs, the rides, the tension yeah. is just immaculate and it's impeccable like how she does it. Um, and we were also then talking about it from a health point of view and how that story is told with her you know, the mental issues that she's faced, the, you know, the upheavals that she's had, the problems that she's had. Like, what did you see in it from a osteopathic health, health practitioner point of view? The raw honesty just blew me away. Yeah. Like, it had me... Like, in from, the chest. In the chest, <laughs> from the start, right through. Um, she's brilliantly intelligent, um, and she really... She wove that through really well, but when she got into her story and... Um, you know, I, I think when she was talking about quitting comedy, and we should probably do a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen oh, it yeah, yet. By the way. Um, Don't but <laughs> but when she said, I think what she say, I comedy is tension, mm. and the tension is making me sick. Yeah, I have to quit comedy. Yeah, and you just went like it. It came from it seemingly came from nowhere, yeah. but to own the fact that that tension within the body is really has had an impact on her over over time was um, was quite yeah. powerful to yeah. me um, and I I really respected you could see how much thought that she had put into the yeah. way that her life had evolved because of comedy um, yeah. and she's clearly had some trauma and um, it yeah, was a lot of stuff yeah and <laughs> and you don't hear that story that honestly very mm. often um, mm. and so I think the respect that goes out for the fact that she was willing to share the depth of her story to empower others mm. um, and what she was saying was, you know, your story is my story and my story is your story. Please take care of my story. Like yeah. it was a really that community and connection aspect that she yeah. was talking about. And we mm. hear those as buzzwords a lot, but I think you can't help but sit there and just feel it, the, the yeah. sheer power of it. Yeah, I think... It, it, it was just an interesting conversation mm. for us to have last night because, you know, I was talking about it from a story point of view and the way she told the story and how beautifully it was done and how she'd really thought about it and even, like, the tempos of her voice mm. and how that changed and how she went from, you know, being able to slide in just a quick, little, slow, like, light joke mm. to be able to diffuse the room before they just cracked and... You know, and then be able to continue on, and then you know, and then talk about the things that had happened to her, and um, go from you know lighter stories of of people saying of calling her sir, and um, you know, and people online calling her like saying you know you're transgender, how weird, I and mean, when she's not, mm. um, to then the deeper mm. stories. You just go like I was seeing it from going. This is you know, this is amazing content. This is this is her real story, and this is how she's telling it, and it's captivating and it's not it doesn't have to be just her story you can tell your story exactly in the same way what I really got out of what she was talking about was mm. that a joke is a beginning and a middle it's always yeah. two parts so there's the 
the setup and the punchline, and that's the tension you were talking about where it kind of peaks and then she yeah. eases it off and you're like, oh, okay, we're, we're out of that bit now. <laughs> um, whereas the story is the beginning, the middle and the end. And so when she was saying that in being in comedy and using her own life and her experiences, um, you know, being a marginalised part of society in her words, mm. um, but it's kept her in that same loop of her adolescence. So she's kept reliving the trauma, whereas yeah. now she's wanting to kind of tell the end part and where she's yeah. gone from that yeah and that distinction for me as somebody who's not a storyteller yeah. was really powerful because even then i could see the ups and downs and the tempo that she was building very yeah. intentionally yeah um but as an osteo you're reading people's stories from from their bodies you're feeling it through your hands mm. and it was you know when we were you know we were saving each other's businesses last night, you know, and fixing our <laughs> each of our world problems, mm -hmm. um, as you do on a Sunday night. Um, it even was from the point of view going, you know, I, you you meet people when they're not when they're injured, when they're not feeling well, you make them better. But then you want to be going to the point of making people understand it's not about that; yeah. it's about being like improving on what you've got and you know not just being okay like getting yeah. the best out of what you can do pain's very motivational so mm. for people who are in pain they want out of pain and so yeah. i see that cycle a lot of i'm helping people get out of pain yeah um but there's then the point of i'm not in pain but how much better can i be yeah and actually recognizing that there's still work to be done yeah um and she's still a work in progress. Yeah. And but the do you I think her telling her story the way she's done oh. will actually be helping her reach that end? I think the way that she went about telling her story mm. will have a huge impact on her own um, mental health through her sense of self and the courage that she's dug out for that. Mm. I'm interested to see what conversation we're potentially having in 12 months' time because it kind yeah, of looks true, like a one-off around, I'm quitting comedy. Mm. Which halfway through a comedy set, you're like, hold on, what just happened? Yeah, hang on, what am I watching? Yeah, which has been amazing for like the trailer of marketing. Of, hang on, there's a, com a comedian quitting comedy on stage. So yeah. it kind of looked like it was set up as a one-off, mm. but she's toured it for the last 12 or 18 months. Yeah. So I suspect that this is a new version of her story that she's been trapped in. And my experience of, I've actually watched it three times now, um, <laughs> And I get something different out of it every time. But the first time that I watched it, I was home alone on a Saturday night and um, my husband walked in at the end of it and she gets yeah. pretty worked Strong. up and angry. Angry is the, the best word for it. To the mm. end, so he kind of came into this, it looked a little bit like man bashing um, and was looking <laughs> at me not. going, what are, you, what are you watching? And I said, in context, this makes yeah. so much sense. Yeah. Um, but he was um, captivated, kind of go, trying to catch up with the story because she was so impassioned by it. So mm. going through that anger aspect every now and then with telling the depth of her trauma in her early 20s, yeah. I wonder what that's doing for her current level of mental health. And you were saying earlier mm. in watching body language and yeah. there's the words that somebody says, but there's the way that they move. There's the tension in the shoulders. There's you know, the... She's, yeah, she's... A beautiful, courageous woman in doing what she's doing, but there, she does still <laughs> curl into herself. And even the way, yeah. you know, at the end she walks off stage and there's this nervous little scratch of her hair of, did that go okay? Yeah. As, you know, like you can, you can see the self-doubt going through her mind once she's put the microphone down, so... Yeah. yeah, Laura's not one you have a coffee with and... Yeah, she reads you. <laughs> <laughs> She reads you. So, it's yeah. a gift. That's okay. It's a good thing. Yeah. You are a health professional. That's what you do. 
Yeah, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people can learn a lot about, uh, I guess, learning from that story? Like I, I think people can learn a lot from being able to understand how a story can work and how a story can run and that if some people's stories are still going. There's still mm. so much to go with that mm. story, with Hannah's story. But it's just sort of, it, it's seeing what happens, I guess, isn't it? Well, and it's also, she's shifting her identity in being, yeah. in the way that she's choosing to retell and reshape her story. And I think that's probably, um, that's probably the most powerful thing that I saw in the whole thing is the meaning that she's given, what she's been through. Um, and I've heard some pretty incredible speakers and thought leaders talk in terms of the meanings behind story and that we're actually, as intelligent human beings, we're, we're able to shift that story if we mm. so choose. So she's, yeah. she's in, um, very intentionally doing that. Yeah. And shifting her identity, but I loved. She said that somebody had questioned and said, "We we really think as a community that you need to come out as trans and really." So, and she's going as you said. She's like, "I'm not trans, um, so I don't know. I don't identify as trans, though I really mm. believe in supporting my community. I do identify as tired. And oh God, I identify as tired. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of like one of those moments yeah. of, yeah, yeah, get that one, <laughs> yeah." Totally understand that one. Yeah. Yeah, I identify as a business owner. It's exhausting. The business owner? Yeah, the business owner part. Mm. But the telling of the stories is fun. The telling of the stories is fun. It's fascinating. And choosing the ending and the way that the middle works for the ending, it's yeah. pretty... It's empowering. It's amazing. You can make your story better. You can choose how it ends. Mm. And the impact that that has on your health because yes. of the way that we wear tension or not wear tension within our bodies. Mm. I think that that's where, I think that's sometimes where we don't see how our everyday lives and our mm. mental processes really. It's a subconscious stress as well. It's yeah. stress you don't even know you're carrying. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, people like you go, oh, cool. Mm. And I cry. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and she says, you know, I'm not a victim. I'm not telling my story to be a victim. No. I'm, tearing, I'm telling my story because what I would have given to have heard a story like mine. And I think as a woman in my mid-30s, I've said those same words. I'm grateful to have not been through the traumas that Hannah has been yes. through. Yes. Um, but even to have heard someone like me and to have had that wisdom in my mid-20s and, and to have kind of paid attention to that would have been really powerful and uplifting. So that's where that's where she's dug out the strength for an introvert to, yeah. to share on a stage in front of an audience with the history that she's had. She, she blew my mind. Definitely, definitely. It was an amazing story to hear. I, I love hearing those types of stories. You know, you know, she's come across, she's, this, is, this is her getting better. Mm. And truth's always inspiring. It is. Mm. We love it. Thanks, Hannah. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. <laughs>